Welcome once again to Inside LAFC Podcast. Joining you from sunny Alhambra, the LAFC Performance Center. I am Max Bretos, Katia Castorena. Yes, there's some disappointment with LAFC and losses in three straight games, but we're ready to turn that around. It is Galaxy Week. Katia, it's time to black out LA. Time to black out LA. I don't know why I got this feeling of a late night show, and it's like live from live. Los Angeles. My voice? Max Bretos and yes. Katia Castorena. Stick with us because we're going to talk about the rivalry, El Tráfico. It's a big week. It's a and big we got you week. Covered. At home, another huge game for LAFC in this incredible season that we hope has a very happy ending. We're optimistic it will. We'll be joined by LAFC defender Ryan Hollingshead. We will talk about this rivalry. Remember his goal-scoring record? We'll talk about that, too. He could be the highest-scoring defender in MLS history. We'll ask him about that. And we'll get you all ready for the big game. Are you ready? I'm ready. You're ready. Katia, all over the country, following the biggest sporting events. You don't know how lucky you are to have her all the time here on Inside LAFC Podcast. Rate, review, download, subscribe. Show starts right now. And we are back here on Inside LAFC Podcast. We want to give a very special hats off to Katia, who came here on a Tuesday from MetLife Stadium on a Monday where she was covering Monday Night Football. I think you all watched it, Bills, Jets. Made the flight over to make the podcast. That's how important it is t for her and for me and for all of you as well. Well done, Katia. I love being here. You got to be a little tired. Moment, <laughs> I am a little bit tired. You don't, you don't seem it. You don't seem I'm it. I'm glad. I slept the whole flight. <laughs> flight, of course. That's the secret, being able to sleep on airplanes. Yeah, you get it a little bit like stiff. Yeah. But uh, I'm able to sleep. Uh, pretty much anywhere. Yeah. So that's that's good. That's always good. I always like uh, to recommend small print books. Read like 10 pages. My eyes will shut. They get heavy. So maybe that works for you. Yes. I'm going to travel. But uh, it was obviously a, a great sports week. Uh, everywhere, the NFL, college football, everything beginning, international dates. LAFC had the game against Portland. We will talk about it. We have a lot to get fo look forward to this week with the uh, the big rivalry week. Make sure you're blackout LA this week ahead of the game. It's important. We'll get into all of that details. We'll talk to Ryan Hollingshead about it as well ahead. But LAFC Portland, this was a certainly a frustrating one because I watched the I, I rewatched it uninterrupted a couple of days later, and the thing that sticks out is like first half playing well, playing well, working out some combinations. And the difference was when they were playing at home against Inter-Miami, they would break the lines where they were able to get those scoring chances, albeit they were saved. But you had Buanga or Vela in good scoring positions. Didn't have that scoring positions here. You saw that build up. It just never worked it. And you would hope that LAFC can find those positions moving forward. I'd be optimistic they could do that at home. They're in a much more comfortable situation. And throughout the season, they have been one of the best I mean, history since they've been here, one of the best home teams, even this season, when you look at it, uh, they have been very successful at home where they can get those scoring chances. Because that was a difference to me. It was not missing chances. It wasn't getting into those great chances, but that is something they have to keep on working on. 
First, we have to focus on the lineup. There were, of course, some changes for that game in Portland. When we look at the attacking third, Mateusz Bogus had to start in that left-wing position, being asked to be higher up on the field, finding that communication with both Mario and Carlos because, of course, Denny Buanga was on international duty. Then when we look at the midfield, Ilie was there alongside Kellen Acosta and Tillman. Then on the defensive side, the team did not have Ryan Hollingshead nor Giorgio Chiellini. They didn't make the trip to Portland because they were dealing with some minor injuries. So Jesus Murillo, who also came back from Still injury, back, yeah. got some minutes in the last couple of games and now was a starter against the Timbers. So just trying to find that rhythm and having everybody on the same page. Steve talked about it and it's been difficult. There were some improvements in that game and they, they all acknowledged and you were mentioning those things too when it came to the passing the combinations just being more accurate in that sense but we're still seeing those individual mistakes on defense that are costing them and then also when it comes to creating chances they're not being able to finish those chances and if we have to summarize it that's been the problem so far we look at the first goal first corner kick yes there was a mistake there from McCarthy then the second goal it's they lose the ball in a build-up play and that's when Portland was able to be lethal in that counter-attack which we would see from LAFC all the time and they've been missing you know that that sharpness that we've been used to seeing from the team yeah, I, I, until John's uh, mistake, and really that was his first big glowing one. I mean, he came back and made some good saves later on. Uh, I thought LAFC were in a position like, all right, this is, a, you know, maybe get a point there. Maybe they can position themselves to get all three points as well. It puts them in a position where they're chasing the game, and statistically that has been really difficult for them to overcome. Obviously, the last two games in this three-game losing streak, they've all fallen behind and had to be coming back. Think about the Houston game, which was probably the, the most difficult loss away where they allowed the four goals. That's a game that they had to chase. And maybe it just sounds really simple, but it's such a big difference if LAFC is able to score first. I, and if you fall behind, if you fall behind this weekend, doesn't mean it's going to be a similar outcome. But, man, what a difference it can be. I believe I looked at the stats. LAFC are unbeaten when they score first. I think it's 10-0-2 or something along those lines. Man, if they can get their noses out in front, and they should have against Miami. Uh, they were pumping that in maybe not so much against Portland but they certainly put themselves in a position heading to the half where they could get something out of this uh, performance that not a lot of chances created here as we saw against Inter even against Charlotte there were more chances than we saw against Portland rivalry game a little bit tough I thought Maddie was pretty good in that position but he was really good in the midfield I thought it was a, a, the right decision because you have more depth in that midfield. Nathan Ordaz came in and got some minutes. Maybe he gets some more. He's going to be a factor, I would imagine, as this team tries to work it out. But getting your nose out in front, scoring goals, uh, LAFC for you know for for all the problems that they might have over this stretch, still in a very good position. But now, all that stuff that you built up, getting in good positions uh, before the CCL, playing a lot of games, games in hands, they've. They got some cushion before the playoffs, uh, but the games in hands have kind of disappeared. But it's uh, it, it all sets up to what's going to be an exciting week here. We'd imagine it's it's terrifying when we get ready for these Galaxy games. It is you don't know what to expect. You what you do know, Katia, is it's always going to be a memorable game. It's going to be something that people are going to talk about. There will be goals 
Although the goals have gone down a little bit in the perf well, actually not. It was five goals in the first game. Second game has three goals. There's always going to be goals. It's always a big event. We can count on there being goals. For sure. Excitement. It'll never be one set. High intensity settle. because it's a rivalry. And what we've seen also, like, it doesn't matter the moment that any of the teams are in and before that rivalry game because it's a completely different story once they go out to the field and face each other. And it's like you're fighting for every ball, going for those duels. It's, it's very different. That's when you understand why rivalry games are different and it's because of that because every moment matters and the players are hyped up and they're just like going like all in in, in those moments so that's going to be important what a better way for them to try and turn things around when we look at those three defeats in a row now points that you are just leaving in the way and it's very important in this final stretch to just come back and get, and, and get points because if now you're going to start falling down on the standings teams that are still making a push for getting a playoff spot so it, it becomes tricky also when we talked about the schedule and the away games that are coming up it's going to be vital to get points at home preferably the three <laughs> points that's of <laughs> utmost importance it is uh by the way do you have a favorite vela goal we've been talking about that all week uh all the goals. He's like 12 goals in this LAFC Galaxy game. Do you have a favorite Vela goal? Yes, I talked about it. The first one has to be my favorite. When we go back to 2018, that game where everybody was watching when the rivalry was born and it was Carlos Vela and Slatan's debut later on in that game. But Carlos Vela was the one that got to like strike first. And it's just like signature move, him like getting like uh, to his left foot and then getting that perfect his sweet spot the sweet spot up on the top corner is just like a perfect goal yes and that's second. I like that second goal of that game I know that game they lost and I think LAFC fans will look back and see the importance of that because we saw what the traveling support would look like what this rivalry would look like and it's all been uh, growing ever since yeah all Portland and Seattle have the history that's been going on since the 70s when it goes back to the NASL days. So out of respect, you say not LA, it may not be the biggest rivalry, but it is headed in that direction. And I, I would imagine more people internationally pay attention to this because of the players like Vela and Zlatan and Chicharito, who obviously has been out for this season. And so many others have participated in such a short amount of time. But uh, there have been playoff games, two playoff games. This is, I go through all of this, Katia, because there have been so many good games. But I'm telling you, this game on Saturday is up there. We hit the back end of the season. LAFC, you talked about the road games, at St. Louis in the midweek. So we've been talking about Galaxy, but they have to turn around and on Wednesday, St. Louis, then Philadelphia. Then Philadelphia. So, and I believe it's the first time that they're going to be away the entire week. That sounds about right. I mean, and those two teams, St. Louis is in first place. Philadelphia is the reigning champions in the East. And, Another huge game for El Two huge games, because that could be first for second on Wednesday, and it's a rematch of MLS Cup. You have the Galaxy, then you have Messi, then you have CCL. It's big game after big game, and, you know, I think we, we all is sometimes be a bit frustrated. We all got to just squeeze that and enjoy that, because most clubs don't get that opportunity. But this is – it elevates it so much in this game. If LAFC win at home, they're going to be in the top two or three positions in the West. If they win this game – uh, they have a game in hand over St. Louis. They are in position then to 
If they could beat St. Louis, which is not out of the realm of possibility, as good as they have been, all of a sudden you're close to being in first place in the West. You would also decimate the chances for the Galaxy. They're six points out of the playoffs. They have a game, I think two games in hand. But then that's a, you know, you're getting down to five, six games of the season, and you have six, seven points to, mat to catch up. That would not bode well. Now, on the flip side, it could, because of those games on the back end, it could set up LAFC in a situation where this could be a lengthy, it, the, uh, this bad rut could extend a bit. And the Galaxy have wind in their sails. This is a huge game. I mean, I, I immediately I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, but I talk about it. It's a top five important game. Uh, maybe it's tied and then we have to kick the can down the road. But if somebody wins this game, it is going to flip this season in a lot of ways. And if LAFC, man, uh, it is. It sets up that week nicely. And first place is within reach against the What else could you want? You get a shot at the team right in front of you in the next game up. Of course, because you want to build a positive momentum. You, gonna, you want to ride that wave for what's coming. So that's why it's really important and becomes vital that they get those three points at home during that rivalry because it's been tough. The good thing is that the squad is healthy and they're getting everybody back together. So Ryan Hollingshead and Giorgio Chiellini, even though they didn't make the trip to Portland, should be okay to play against the Galaxy. Maldonado and Oliveira, who are on international duty, will get back soon to be ready for, for that game. Buanga is back already from international duty. So the team will have all its pieces and that's going to be important. The What we were talking about, the challenge now, is just having everybody in sync because Steve Cherundolo talked about it of how hard it's been and that's his responsibility as a coach of not having everybody performing when we talk about individual moments at their best optimal level and that's what's been showing so far what, why we see those little mistakes that end up being so costly so that's the challenge now this week during practice just getting everybody ready on the same page for that game against the galaxy one that will look very different because if we see what Galaxy have been doing. They have right now a good four unbeaten games, two draws, two wins. Yeah, but really good against St. Louis. They were down two goals and they fought back. And they remember of all the changes they had to do there, they got to be happy about the way they're playing. But it's a squad that is going to look very different from the last time these two faced each other on July 4th at the Rose Bowl. That long ago. They have many new faces. We were talking about the big names. And right now, aside from Ricky Puch, the Galaxy looks different. Douglas they don't Costa was playing, uh, yeah, he's playing a little Costa. better. Other guys are stepping up for them. So as bad as their season was, they've kind of picked up some, some paces in the new players as well. So. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to, to see now. how it, it plays out. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm just saying that it's going to look different, and, and that's a, a challenge as well when it comes to studying mm -hmm. the video, seeing what they're doing now, the style of play, of, play, of course, it, it's the same, but um, just this new pieces that they've added that they have to learn quickly and, and try to know what to expect during yeah. the game. They went out and kind of copied LAFC with getting a mid-30s, defender like Giorgio Chiellini and got Yoshida in the back. Fagundes, who came off the bench. Billy Sharp, this guy uh, scoring some goals. They, they were active. They went for a playoff Barrios. push. Uh, yeah, they went for a playoff push and then Barrios, who didn't play, but he's he's a player, man. He's yeah, a good just player. Players with MLS experience. MLS experience is what gave LAFC success after 2021 to 2022 with Ilya and Kellen Acosta and Maxime Crepeau made a big difference. I think there's a big, that's a great point about incorporating new players. It's still getting there and everyone being healthy because, you know, we didn't really, 
see that a little bit right around League's Cup. But now with the added element of all those players that you just brought in and, you know, some are on international duty, but that you want to get them all together on the same page. And we talked to we re- already recorded the interview with Ryan Hollings at Stick Around. It's really interesting. But but he says about, you know, getting ready to have that stretch run. MLS is different than other leagues. You could you could absorb some lots losses, which is what LAFC did in their championship year. Remember that Austin game when things were going great, but building up towards that, that's what they're trying to do. By the way, we saw Danny Buanga there, and he was telling us about his trip out to Mauritiana for his uh, Gabon International. He said, "LAF, LAX to Paris to Gaulle, Paris to Gaulle to Morocco, Morocco to Mauritiana. I mean, that is a long day of traveling, day and a half of traveling." Yes. That was more than you. <laughs> more than I He's making you look do. bad. <laughs> oh, really bad. I just went to New York and back. Still far. It's <laughs> no, a long To the other side of the world and back. <laughs> he is back. So we look forward to it. But this is, we, we've mentioned it a lot about with all LAFC, with the new players, uh, Christian Oliveira, Mario Gonzalez, Fufu Krastev, being able to incorporate it with the new players and the healthy group ready for this Galaxy team. That is going to be a big difference. But we can all be nervous. This is a big game. And LAFC, the, it's an, a momentous game to put thing, the ball back in your court and really complicate things for the Galaxy. To get out of the negative moment, because Steve was very honest after that defeat in Portland, saying that they're in a negative moment right now, that they're not capitalizing their chances, that those chances are more and more like hard to come by contrary to what we're used to for this team and then now you see those mistakes that are being really costly as we mentioned because the other teams are not being forgiving and whenever there's a mistake they've found the back of the net and that's why LFC has been chasing those games it just becomes so hard when you're down and then just trying to find a way when those chances aren't there like they're used to and also that final touch so that's what made it has made it like harder for the team yeah, I will say this. We don't have to worry about international duty anymore. There is an international break in October, but MLS will observe it. So October 14th, that weekend, there are no games. So we don't have to worry about talking about who is away, which is good for everyone in the league. And I know MLS has discussed observing those international dates in the future. I, I hope they would. And, you know, some teams are hurt others more than others, and it compromises things a bit. But I think they, they may move that direction. But we don't have to worry about that. Still have several weeks to get going, and the postseason lying ahead. Just get in your best position for a possible playoff run. We will be back with our very special guest. I believe it's his third appearance, maybe fourth. Remember, we were with him at All-Star Game. Ryan Hollingshead, we will talk about the Galaxy game, living in L.A., sports in L.A. Remember, he went to UCLA. He has seen this on many different levels. And we'll, <laughs> and we'll also ask him what's better, the beach, the mountains, or what was the third option? Desert. Desert. This is inside. Because we get everything in California. <laughs> we ask him the tough questions. It feels like a desert out here in Alhambra. It's hot, although a cool breeze just came through. This is Inside LAFC Podcast. We'll be back with Ryan Hollingshead. Welcome back to Inside LAFC Podcast. Uh, thrilled to be joined once again by one of our most popular guests. Everyone wants you back, Ryan Hollingshead, sporting his one compression sock look, which is very becoming here. 
Is it showing in the camera? Is Hopefully it? Hopefully not. Hopefully it's. Oh, it's on. Out. <laughs> you can't see it. Don't get. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't recoil don't now. Uh, how you feeling? Uh, we know didn't make the trip with Portland Calf. How, how, how are you looking this week ahead of uh, the big game against the Galaxy? Uh, feeling good on the mend for sure. Uh, always hard as a competitor to sit out and, and not get to, to play, especially on a road trip to Portland in the moment that we're in, uh, getting near the end of the season, needing to, to get as many points as we can get. Always hard to not be a part of a, a game like that. But uh, all signs are pointing to me uh, progressing the right way and being ready to be back against Galaxy. So barring any setbacks, that's the, that's the goal been a difficult stretch but what a better way than to turn things around that at home rivalry game against the galaxy galaxy how's the atmosphere amongst the guys this week yeah i feel like there's a lot to kind of that we can accomplish in one game to to get us ready for the rest of the season so win a gal win a galaxy game win a rivalry game do it at home in front of our fans give our friends some fans some bragging rights to the uh, to the city which we we love to be able to do for them and then uh, get us prepared for the you know the last little stretch of the season uh, try to kind of get as many points as we can set ourselves up well for playoffs and then go make a good run at this uh, MLS Cup sometimes when people criticize MLS they'll say these games don't feel important uh, this time of year late summer uh, it certainly picks up as you get into the postseason to me it feels a little different certainly as an LAFC player every game has been big i mean we, we've had ccl final even more recently the, the messy game after this galaxy game which is going to be huge which is the fourth meeting potentially a first for a second in the yeah. yeah 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 how do you compartmentalize all those knowing i mean obviously every game stands on its own but it's just a big group of games for lafc yeah yeah i'm like trying to think of the word of how to it's almost like you're your tolerance builds up, right? If you have too many important games, it's like, are they even important now? It's like hard to keep that, uh, keep that sort of drive and like, no, this is important. This is important. So I think now that games have spread out a little bit, we're not just playing every three days. We've had some breaks where we're playing once a week. Uh, you can sense that there is an energy coming back into the team. And so getting a, a big victory, getting a big three points this weekend, I think would be exactly what we need to, uh, finish this season the right foot and as long as I've been in the league and as long as you guys have been following the league uh, I think last year is one of the few years the Supporter Shield won the MLS Cup right it's yep. so much more in this league about finding your form at the right time going into playoffs and that's the team that then comes out on top with the with the cup and so we have a chance this year I think to to do that find really good form heading into the playoffs go make a good run and win a cup. You've experienced some great moments against the Galaxy so far. Is there one that stands out or a game or a moment that you cherish? Uh, I think it's got to be winning on the road this year. I think breaking that curse was huge. Being able to score a goal in that game for me is always a good personal achievement. But uh, more than that, giving these fans in a road uh, road on the road win for uh for our fans for this club i think is huge and hopefully kind of takes the monkey off the back and allows us to go compete there consistently win games there uh make it something that our fans can get used to that was a massive goal you scored back then you score a lot of goals and you're a defender which is a kind of a an oxymoron in many ways yeah yeah Six no. <laughs> i gotta tell you this six yeah. goals last season yeah yeah the goal against guys you had the one off the back here, which counts. Counts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Graham Zuzzi, 
I know you know this. Yeah, Do you know yeah. this stat? 30 goals as a defender in his MLS career. You have 26. Is that something you're aware of? And is that something you would like to maybe pursue? Somebody Number told one. me that. A reporter told me that maybe two games ago that, that I was getting <laughs> close. Uh I told them, and, and when he asked that question, I don't know who the reporter was. I'm forgetting now. But um, I responded to him that I would uh, try to break it this year. So he said three, though. So if I'm four, that's a little, a little I think different. It's, I just saw the okay. paperwork. I believe it's four. I wish I could tell you it's three, but I think it says 30. i got to make a run for 26. it, though. Yeah, you probably need a two-goal game somewhere. Is that just league games, though? Yes. Okay. So I, That's a lot of goals, yeah, man. It's a lot of goals. It's a lot of goals. What's the secret for uh, a defender to find yourself in those situations? Gosh. <laughs> Let me get him a cup of coffee. The secret is some compression <laughs> sleeves, I think. That's the secret. Great See. advice for you young players out there. This is what we would like to, to share. To cross, but not to cross. Yeah. And then score. Yes, that's right. <laughs> get in front of other people's shots. Yes, that that's it. That's it. Just stay in front of the goal. At some point, it'll hit off of you and go in. <laughs> what have you seen from these games that have made the rivalry so special and the impact that it has for MLS, all eyes watching? Does the week feel different? And, and then when you jump on the pitch, of course, just feeling the atmosphere as well. Yeah, there's no question that both sides have stars, right? L.A. has brought in some really big-name players. Here we have a phenomenal team of big-name players. Uh, and the Galaxy has done the same. They try to sign big players, and they try to be the the team that owns L.A. And so that rivalry of who's who, L.A.'s L.A. belongs to who, I think, is what causes uh, that sort of feeling and atmosphere and all of that and then you add together i think the our fans the the 3252 they're just different they just bring it everywhere they go at all times and so they've brought a you know because the galaxy has had this sort of rivalry in the past with san jose and the cali classico and these other teams but it's different because when you bring the 3252 into anything it just raises the level and changes the feeling of it they've been playing up much better than they did earlier this season. Uh, come from behind result. Have you obviously, you guys be, do, be, began your scouting for them? It's a different team than when you last played them. Yep. As recently as the fourth of July, does that make them a little difficult to prepare for? Yeah, they they brought in a lot of new pieces, and so there's there's just more to learn. New players to learn. Good thing is some of the players they've brought in now are from the league, and so it's guys that we've recognized in different teams, and so that'll help a little bit, but. Uh, yeah, they're they're always making moves. They're always trying to be competitive. Uh, they've struggled of of late, but now started to turn it around and brought in some pieces that are that are starting to help. So, uh, for us, nothing better than to put them back in their place and for us to to start <laughs> jumping forward. So. You, of course, know what it's like to be a part of these rivalries, especially in L.A. We go back to college, UCLA, USC. What do you remember from those days? Even though I know in soccer yeah, it's different yeah, because yeah. there's yeah. not a men's no, team. No, but, but it's, <laughs> it's built into your blood for yes. sure. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I exactly. went to USC. Oh, well, I'm like, fine. Oh, I can't see why. I feel like I'm in the crosshairs here. <laughs> I know. We got like a USC hat back here, too. I'm just uh, I'm getting overpowered here. I got to bring Harvey down and get some other guys. <laughs> Who else? Ante, bring him over. You got a good UCLA yeah, presence here. Yeah, I've got here. some crowd. Uh, no, it's, it is, it's such a joy being back. The city of LA means obviously so much to me. And so I, I follow like our fans as they're preparing for this game and preparing for this week. And you see the passion they have for wanting those bragging rights of no LA is ours. And so I connect with them on that. I feel the desire for 
us to give them that victory and to give them those bragging rights. So, um, yeah, it, it means a lot. It's something that we'll be, we'll be ready to show up and, and compete for. Have you been able to pull out your UCLA gear for any of the, the big games? Oh, are, you, yeah. are, are, you, for, are you big oh, on college yeah. football? Uh, yeah, <laughs> UCLA is so they're mediocre and they've kind of gone back and forth. So it's, it kind of depends on the year, but yeah, like you said, we in soccer, USC didn't have a men's team. No. So the rivalry kind of like, uh, separated there. And it was like, you had the school rivalry, but I didn't have the personal rivalry against USC. Uh, but no, I, I follow the football. I, you know, I follow USC football too, because we got guys here in the PC talking about it too much. So uh, I think it just all, all of that rivalry and kind of adds to the atmosphere of what LA is about and, and why it's such a sweet sports city. Let, let me follow up real quick on that about when you were at UCLA and you saw what sports meant. Because some people come to LA, they don't know how big of a deal sports and rivalry is. What, did, what were some of the things you took away when you first came to LA as a, as a professional or as an amateur athlete for UCLA to see how things click here in Los Angeles? Yeah, it's, you know, I still need to get around and, and experience more of the, the L.A. sports scene. But what I can speak of is just what the, you know, what our supporters at LAFC do. And I tell everybody this, and I'm, I'm biased, of course, but I'm like, throw my bias aside. Come to an LAFC game and experience sports in a way you haven't experienced it. And experience football in a way that you cannot in the rest of the league. Uh, our fans are just next level. They just raise the atmosphere in a way that nobody else in the league does. And so when you bring somebody into that, I, I mean, I haven't brought somebody into a game regardless of what they know about football and them not walk away thinking like that was phenomenal. I'm coming back as quickly as I can. Yeah, it's it's just different. It sells itself. Because you're an Angelino now. We're yes, going to call right, you that. Right. <laughs> We're going to have some How's that rapid sound? That sounds fire. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. sounds good. Say it, say it one more time. Angelino? Angelino. Okay. And it is Angelino. It's not Los Angelino, just to be <laughs> clear, correct? We have some it rapid Angelino. fire questions. Okay, give it to me. Well, I guess you pull that Favorite shoes, right? spot in L.A.? Like, just to be? Yeah. Uh, Torrance Beach. That's where I spend oh. so much of my time. Yeah. Favorite restaurant in L.A.? Oh, uh... Oh, we just don't went say there. in and out. What's it called? No, 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 no. But that's actually a good one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. You're a man of the finer things. Always uh, there's this place called the Chori Men, and it's one of the best breakfast burritos in that I've had. I love a good breakfast burrito. Okay. It's in San Pedro, so it's near where I live, and uh, and we'll throw we'll give a shout out to that because it's a small like mom and pop hole in the oh, wall. I like the Chori Man's great. I like man. breakfast food. It had, yeah, it's got, bre it's, we go there for breakfast for sure. Okay. Yeah. Favorite Mexican dish in uh, LA? <laughs> I think you got to just go like a classic taco, yes. but like, uh, I'm trying to think of where a good one Off is. Off a truck. It, we were I talking about this. Tacos. I prefer we the taco truck this than the sitting down. Somehow the little truck or like the street stand on the side of the road that like all of the exhaust from all of the cars yes, that are driving cooks by, it. it gets in there and it tastes better. I don't know how it's <laughs> killing all of us, but it tastes so Who good. Who cares? Because yeah. that's the, what makes it authentic because yes. that's the way it is in Mexico. Yes. So yeah. I'm hey. like, I don't know how they do it. The trucks allow you to get the, the cilantro and onion and just pour it into a giant sack and take it home like a two pound sack. <laughs> yeah. They're like, fine. Seriously? So, you've tried that? Oh, I've done it. Here in East LA by Montevallo, those tacos. Yes. by the side of the road 
So good. Something about sitting so on the good. side of the road yeah. and eating that makes and us feel alive. Handmade corn tortillas. Come yeah. on, yeah. those are the best. <laughs> yeah. Please try those. We always get people hungry on this podcast. <laughs> Desert, mountain, or beach? Desert, mountain, or beach? Right now, I gotta say beach. I love the mountains though, and I grew up going to Lake Tahoe, which is like prettiest mountain in the world. Uh, but we can't ski, we can't snow ski, can't do that. When I retire, maybe I go back to the mountains, but right now, beach. Right now, beach. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Since you're rocking the Dodgers hat, yeah. aside from LAFC, of course, favorite LA sports team? Uh, yeah, Dodgers, and now now <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Rams fan, too. I grew uh. up in Sacramento. There is no football team there, so I feel like I have the free choice to choose a football mm -hmm. team. I'm yeah, a Rams fan, so so I need to get a, a Rams hat. What, what, so, the next move. But people from Sacramento would normally be Niners or uh I guess, but like Raiders. Sacramento and the Bay Still. Area are they're so different okay. that it just yeah, it doesn't make sense. Uh I I'm much more of an LA guy than a Bay Area guy. We got you sack town for your teams if you yeah. need them. But the Kings still reign supreme i'm sorry I'm Sac sorry. sacramento kings yeah it's the only team i had growing up so it's just die hard so will you watch those they uh, were, lakers they were doing great they last were year. There, I know. But, but back there in like the late 90s lakers kings were you in on that oh of course. who was your guy on that of kings course. team i mean who wasn't my guy what do you want mike bibby doug christie Vlade. Vlade, chris weber uh jason williams back in the day the silkiest uh Players Bobby Jackson, the Bobby Jackson drop. I mean, nice. just so m I could I could keep going. Yeah. LA was crazy when those series were going on. Crazy, the best. Crazy. Those series were just next level. So yeah. more baseball, football, or basketball guy? Probably basketball. Okay. If I'm watching a sport outside of soccer, it's probably basketball. So yeah. no fantasy football team? I do fantasy uh, football. Okay. I just don't watch league? it a ton. I'm in the league. I'm the commissioner. So you the draft it. obviously You happens. know it. You're talking to the commissioner <laughs> here, guys. All right? Mr. Respect commissioner. Me with the, yeah, the Wait, Mr. was there any good performances from week one that's, or bad performances? Because we know oh, whoever finishes I last has I can't camp out say here. it because I'll give you a big hint. She would be so happy if I gave her a plug right now on this podcast and said that she, her, her team was well are doing well uh, because she's the only girl in our league. It's actually a team of two girls that have teamed up to make the, uh, this team in the league, so I won't give them and the And they plug. obviously won week one. They won week one, and their team is looking very, very good. Ooh, very solid. I like that. I won week one, yeah. too. Yeah. My team won. <laughs> yes, you know where she was yesterday? At she the game. She was at MetLife you Stadium. At the game. She came in. I didn't get the it's invite. It's amazing. Did you get the invite? No, but yeah. I wouldn't be here if I was there. Ready? Right, she's I, right. Amazing. I flew this morning to be here with y'all. Oh, that's yeah. the that's service right. you get that's here right. on Inside LAFC podcast. I would look, I would be looking a lot worse than Kante. You can even get close <laughs> to looking based on that. <laughs> All right, well, uh, we always like to get to know you better, and we always appreciate you coming on here, Ryan. And uh, big week again. Obviously, yeah. uh, this is uh, it's going to be great to be at home. I mean, even just that last time you were there with that messy game. Any thoughts about what stood out about? That was a little different, right? When you come in, you see. Prince Harry on the big screen. Do you guys even notice that? Or oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean the the security was 10x. The supporters waiting before the game. The you know everything about it was heightened in a sense that was treated like a playoff game. It felt. Um, yeah, I think it just speaks to what kind of a game changer Messi is and what he brings to a market. And, and I mean, such an honor to play against, uh, that sort of talent. And, uh, you can tell when the U S best athletes and even like global kind of prominent people are taking their phones out to video Messi, <laughs> yeah, you know, call. you're looking at a, a goat there. 
Maybe we'll get that Ryan Hollingshead goal over the weekend. It'll be sweet number 27. Maybe you can point out a Z yeah. for Zuzi like I'm coming for I'm you. Coming for, yeah, I'm coming like for that. I like that. <laughs> we appreciate you guys tuning in to Inside LAFC Podcasts. We'll hope to see you at the game. If not, we'll see you back again here. Rate, review, download, subscribe. Thank you, Ryan. Katya. Thanks, guys. Getting on the jet to be and join us. On the, always, always appreciative of her. We'll see you next time. Thank you.